I'm Justin Lesko, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt and former pro MMA fighter. Welcome to the most helpful episode of a podcast about Jiu-Jitsu that you will ever hear. Everyone is always looking for the easiest and fastest ways to get better at Jiu-Jitsu and I'm here for you with five things you can do to make your Jiu-Jitsu game much, much better. We'll start with a bonus tip, and I'm using the word bonus pretty liberally here since it should be obvious to you at this point. Look good, feel good, train good. Easiest way to do all of three of those things, epicrollbjj.com. And if you use the code PODCAST15 at checkout, you can take 15% off your order. Epic Roll is gear designed by grapplers for grapplers. Don't waste more money on stuff that isn't designed specifically for our sport. Gis, rash guards, shorts, t-shirts, joggers, hoodies. Whether you're on the mat or off the mat, Epic Roll will have you looking your best. Give them a follow on Instagram at EpicRollBJJ and use the code PODCAST15 at checkout at EpicRollBJJ.com to get 15% off your order. Okay, so now we look good and we feel good. What else can we do to improve our game? Let's dive into it. Number one, I think one of the biggest things people do wrong in jiu-jitsu is that they don't think about what kind of grappler they are. And I don't mean thinking about are you a passer or a puller or thinking about your game strategically. I mean, why do you train? What are you in it for? Are you on the mat just to get some exercise in and improve your fitness? Are you trying to compete and be a world champion? Are you somewhere in between and you train as much as you can around the other things in your life like family and your job? These three types of people I just listed all have very different reasons for being on the mat and they need to approach their training in three different ways. A lot of the time, however, people just show up and they roll without any real direction or focus on why they are there. If you're a hobbyist with three kids who is training once a week, you don't need to treat your jiu-jitsu life the same way as someone doing two-a-days, six days a week. It just doesn't work and you're not getting the most out of your jiu-jitsu. And the same is true in reverse. You can't expect to win tournaments training like someone who isn't trying to win tournaments. Like if you're a guy who trains just for fun, you don't need to buy every instructional that looks cool to you. I mean... It's your money, spend it however you want, but if you're on the mat at most two times a week, thinking that you're gonna implement the entirety of Gordon Ryan's new mount instructional into your game, it just isn't practical. Get it if you want, but understanding the type of grappler that you are will help you better plan for what information you're seeking out. Number two, regardless of what kind of grappler you are, strength does matter, it just does. Be stronger if you wanna be better. Obviously, this isn't a super quick fix. You can't lift weights one time and be magically stronger, but adding in a lifting component to your weekly routine will only make you a better grappler. No one ever lost a match and thought, gee, I wish I wasn't so strong. I would have won that. In competition or in training, being stronger will make your jiu-jitsu better and it will allow you to get better faster. It will also help prevent injuries that might otherwise sideline you and take you off the mat. How serious you take your jiu-jitsu should inform on how seriously you take your lifting. Ideally, you would lift as many times as you can each week without hampering your jiu-jitsu training. Since we're training to improve our jiu-jitsu, it really wouldn't make much sense to lift so much that our jiu-jitsu suffers. 
personally, I lift two days each week and I have a sort of bonus day floating around where if it works with my schedule that week and I'm not too worn down from the other work that I've done, I'll mix in a third day. I get asked all the time about how to lift for jujitsu and in very broad strokes, I'm lifting max effort legs plus dynamic effort legs and dynamic effort upper body on day one. And then day two is just the reverse, max effort upper body with dynamic effort upper body and dynamic effort lower body mixed in. It works for me and I notice it helping in my jujitsu game. So that's what I recommend, but that's not the overall topic of what I'm talking about right now. So going to kind of just move on, but I'm just giving you an idea of what I do. Be stronger. Number three, cardio matters. Get better cardio. Jiu-Jitsu guys almost always approach cardio incorrectly. The mentality of max your heart rate out as much as possible every conditioning session to get better cardio. It, it just is not scientifically accurate. I get the thinking, train really hard so you're used to fighting really hard and you'll have good cardio. No, don't, don't do that. Without getting too granular and into the science, the best way to improve your base cardio level is with lower heart rate, steady state efforts. Spending time doing a steady run or a bike ride with your heart rate at about 60 to 70% of your max heart rate will greatly improve your cardio. You still need high intensity efforts and you can do those through hill sprints or extra hard rounds of jujitsu, but the super high intensity efforts should be a much smaller percentage of the cardio pie than almost everyone makes them. Spend some time at a lower heart rate and you will watch your cardio improve tremendously. If you hate running and you hate cycling, then spend some time doing flow rolls and be aware of how hard you're going. Force yourself to keep it at a low intensity and let that cardio improve. If you want to be a world champ or you want to have as much fun as possible, having good cardio will help you roll for longer and will help you improve your game. Number four, please take your drilling seriously. I've done it. You've done it. Everyone who has ever trained jiu-jitsu has done it. You show up to class and you are just going through the motions, drilling, you're talking with your pals, or you're just waiting for the sparring rounds and you're not taking your drilling very seriously at all. Don't do that. Drill with a purpose. Learn the technique you're being taught to the best of your ability and be a good driller. I think live rolling is a huge way to get better at jujitsu, but without drilling new techniques, it's very difficult to implement things into your game. Drilling isn't super fun, but it can lead to big results. And it's not just new techniques either. I think a lot of the time people mentally check out during drilling if they already know the technique, if they've drilled it before and it's something they're already good at. Sort of, I've got this, why am I going to focus super hard on it? But if you're already good at something and you're drilling that technique again, this is the perfect time to fine tune those tiny little details of something and take it from being a thing you do well to a thing that you do absolutely perfectly. Don't sleep on drilling. It will make you better. It is not super fun, but it will make you better. Number five, keep a journal and record your roles. This is something that so few people do and it's one of the easiest things you can do to help you in your jiu-jitsu life. Studies have shown that the simple act of writing something down can help you to better remember it. 
Was there a cool detail that really helped you understand the technique that you just learned? Write that down. Did you make a mistake that caused you to get tapped? Write that down. Did you do something you've never done before, but it worked and you want to try it again? Write it down. Keeping a log of your training and what you've learned will help you store that information in your brain and it will help you to recall it better when you need it. Going one step further, recording your roles is extremely useful. There are things that you just can't see when you're rolling. Things that you don't realize your partner is doing until you can see it from an outside perspective or things that you think you're doing that you're not or things that you think you're not doing that you actually are. If you record your roles, it's like your own private film study session. You can look back at your rounds and it will help you remember what happened and why. Ever had a long round where something cool happened in the beginning, but by the end of the round, you can't remember exactly what position you were in or what that cool thing was that happened? Well, if you were recording your rounds, you could just go back, watch it, and work on that thing that was really cool that happened. Record your roles and write about them in a training journal. At the very least, you can post cool clips of yourself on Instagram like I do. And I mean, you're following me on Instagram already, right? right? Now, if you wanted to know these tips, you could have already had them if you were subscribed to the show on Patreon. Does it give me two bucks a month? Sure, but isn't two bucks a month worth it for early access to episodes plus bonus episodes plus bonus content that I don't put out to anyone else? I sure think so, and everyone on Patreon listens to every episode ad-free. Is there an option for you to give me more than two bucks a month? probably no one is asking. Well, yes, there is, and that would make you an absolute legend. The link to Patreon is down in the description, so check that out to get bonus episodes, members-only Q&As, early access to episodes, ad-free episodes, and more. There's a new Q&A coming out this week, so get in there. If you found this helpful, I'd appreciate you sharing the show with a friend or two or all of them. And if you didn't find it helpful, you can still share it with your friends and say, look at what this dummy says. Either way, it helps me out. There is a lot of content coming shortly, so please stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you all next time. 